Today, I engulf myself in love and respect as I chat to Pevett and Sarah on Benny Asking People Questions. Several years ago, I thought it would be a bit of fun to interview a few kids acts just to give them a bit of a voice. It was very slow going at first, but it was fun. And then one day I was contacted and asked to be on my podcast. This was my first contact. This was the first person that had reached out to me. And I've got to be honest with you, I was pretty thrilled. I was very thankful to think that somebody out there wanted to use me or my podcast to have themselves heard. I was even more delighted to find out that they were Australian. But being in Melbourne and me being reasonably new to this, I didn't really know much about them. Cut to three years later and it would prove to be unimaginable what these people would go through and achieve since last I spoke to them. I have nothing but admiration and a deep, deep respect for my two next two guests, a respect that can only come from being face-to-face with someone who can tell who you can tell dearly loves to see children given the opportunity to be the best they can be and revels in the chance to provide that opportunity. Much water has gone under the bridge since I was first contacted by Sarah of Pevin and Sarah fame and I'm delighted to introduce the two main players here today, Sarah and Manny. Welcome and congratulations for being my first returning guests ever. (gasps) That's so That's cool. amazing. You're you're saying you're the you're the first like, but you were the first person that said yes. Because <laughs> we were doing the same thing. We we're like, please talk to us, and then you did. Oh, that's so nice, Benny. Hi, thanks for having so, us. Yeah. So you you were you were literally like, you know, I I don't know. They say the measurement of any success is when somebody comes to you instead of you having to go to them. Yeah. <clears throat> and you you came to me, and you were the first person that reached out to me, and I went, oh my god, somebody heard this. So um, and then I quickly, you know, tried to find out how you'd found out about it. But um, yeah, so here we go. So here we are, sort of three, four oh, years later, a full, full circle. So um, yeah. thank you, thank you very much for for being that person. <clears throat> so I've basically um, Manny and Sarah's big questions today. Okay. Um, there's a there's a lot to. It's not so much that there's a lot to get through, but. So much has happened since 2017 and when you consider that approximately 15% of that time has been spent in lockdown, (laughs) it means there's even a smaller amount of time in which you've achieved all the things you've achieved. So we've got lots to get through um, and big things I want to talk about. Now the first thing I want to get to, uh, which is probably the biggest, I don't know if this is even really a question, but it's probably the biggest thing that I kind of really wanted to address, is you have a line in one of your songs, um, Improve Your Constipation. (laughs) And I just want to say, yeah, you got constipation into a song for kids. Congratulations. Yeah, we did. I think that was Sarah's lifelong goal, to be honest. I can drop the mic now. I am done. (laughs) It just rhymes so perfectly. There was just no excuse not to. Yeah. No, totally. And look, I don't. I don't think it's. A, I don't. I think it's every artist's uh, lifelong goal to somehow get the word constipation with with little irony yep. into yep. a song. And I think that's the most amazing thing. You're writing a song for children. Yep. You got the word constipated in there, and somehow it's still not even kind of toilet humor. No, it's actually no. like, oh yeah, that's a really good point. I really should drink some water. Yes. <laughs> 
think you should really hydrate because it really does help. Yeah. Just saying. <laughs> There's no limitation when you implement hydration. Shout it out across the nation. Improve your constipation. Can you hear me when I say we need water every day? All right, so last time I spoke, um, and it was just you, Sarah, at the time, so I'm glad you're here with me this time, Manny. <clears throat> but I am just going to quickly fast forward to the album, Let's Be, um, let's, you know, to, to the album Be Kind, because this seems to be an enormous turning point, I think, for the two of you musically. I do understand, and correct, my, if I'm, correct me if I'm wrong, it's probably been the most successful album to date for yeah. the two of yeah. you. Yeah, Absolutely. for sure. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think you, you debuted at like number eight on the charts or something. Wasn't there some crazy um, chart thing that went on with that album when it came out? Um, yeah, I, I think, yeah, with we, the, the iTunes charts, yeah, we got to number one for the kids' uh, music. And then I think we managed to even chart on the mainstream charts too, which was pretty ridiculous. Um, yeah, that's amazing. Quite, yeah, I mean, I think... It, it, I think it, the climate's changed a little bit, you know, with streaming now and, and actual purchases of music. But, we yeah, we couldn't believe it. We're pretty stoked. So yeah. That's incredible. And, and are you actually signed to ABC or is this has um, this has this come about purely because of your own tenacity and your own publicity and things like that? Because that's an enormous achievement. Yeah. Uh, we are not. No, we're not signed with them. We have a like a licensing deal with them for digital distribution. Digital, yeah, distribution. Um, so they handle basically just the getting it out onto those platforms. Um, but right. We're not. Yeah, we're we're not under any kind of deal with them in terms of um, helping us make that or kind of promoting it. Yeah. Yeah, they're not necessarily putting out flyers with your name on it and <laughs> saying, hey, everyone, there's a new album coming out now. Like yeah, th no. this this kind of success really comes down to, I guess what I'm trying to get at, which I'm saying really poorly, is this this success came down purely from to hard work yes. and yeah, the, so. the total self-determination to advertise it. Yeah, yeah I think pretty so. much, yeah. yeah. <laughs> was, was, was there much of a game plan behind that or was it just, hey, this is really good, we should just give it everything we've got? Or was it just an extension of the way you already treated all of your Pevin and Sarah stuff? I think we learnt a lot from the first two albums and I think we we were quite prepared in advance with this one. So I felt like the last two, it was like, scrape, 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 release date, bang. Whereas this one, we planned a release date, we could set up, you know, um, two singles that came out first, uh, we had pre-order pre available, uh, we got, you know, our press releases ready in time. Um, yeah, so right. So we could kind of, we had a bit of a timeline that we could work towards, which we'd never done before. It was more like just smash them all together and pick a date out of the blue kind of thing. So, yeah, it was just a little bit more pre-planned. But you, you'd also started getting a bit more. I don't think success is the right word, but you were starting to. You, there was there was a career there for the two of you doing your school um, concerts as well. So I guess when you're first starting out, you're kind of the, under this little desperate sort of pressure to just have content available. Absolutely. Yeah. Whereas you're a little bit more established by the time this album comes out, so you do have the luxury to kind of think your way through it. Is is that fair or not really? Um, I think so. Yeah, definitely. But I think, yeah, the experience definitely helps. And I think we had a, we did not necessarily a plan for promotion, but I think we had a lot of vision about the album for once. Like the Be Kind, it's it really was all about kindness. And we had quite an ambitious goal right at the beginning to try and collaborate with more people. And that, that 
got a little bit difficult. But I think some of those collaborations as well really helped, um, I guess... Uh, widen our audience. Widen our audience a little bit, yeah. And that kind sure. of... Um, teaming up with people that had similar values to what we were trying to do, um, promoting kindness and and making something that just was out of pure joy. And I think when you when that's what you're, I guess, trying to sell with, for lack of better words, you know. <laughs> no, but you but you are. I mean that that is the reality of yeah. it, isn't it? And and that's the thing that you always have to strike that balance is what what is selling and what is actually just the pursuit of something you really love to do. But, exactly. But you do have to find that somewhere. Yeah, and I think when you're coming from that that space of positivity, there was a few you know collaborations that got behind it and really helped and believed in it as well. So I think that. Um, that did really help um, in the beginning, yeah, for sure. Hey, you friends of mine, I know you know how to be kind. You could make someone's day. If you see someone with a frown, you could turn it upside down. There's one easy way. Be kind. So preparation for this i went back and sort of just um you know i, was, I was went back and listened to the stuff that i had talked about last time and then I, and I found myself watching it's okay to make mistakes the video and um one of the things i was immediately struck by is not not that it was amateur yeah, it was. of it. <laughs> yes, it was. <laughs> okay yes it was <laughs> it was really crap no 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 it wasn't it was it was more just like Okay, so I looked at that video, I listened to those albums and I found myself to be kind. And then and so and then I look at the clips that have come out from Be Kind. What I noticed though was there was an an enormous technical um growth in the two of you. Your clips obviously are much more sophisticated. The music, I mean the music in, in Be Kind, it's such a Big album. I think those elements are there in the first two albums, but mm. it's like you're so comfortable in Be Kind that it, you just let it out without withholding anything. And that seems to happen in the clips as well. Now, but one thing that I really love about the two of you, which I think was really summed up in this in this growth, is what grew was the packaging, but the actual the message and the way you write and what you're trying to save is actually still the same as what it was when you first sat down four or five years ago. And what's really lovely about that for me as a viewer, as a listener, is I have a lot of faith in the things you're trying to say. For example, be kind. You could arguably sit on the outside and kind of go, oh, yeah, cashing in or whatever, or you're doing it now because of this and this and this. However, it's the core of what you do, isn't it? And, and it's sort of a strange thing about the two of you that – it's almost like you sat down and had this really deeply, profoundly written business plan from the word go. <laughs> yes. Or yes, you've just been really did. sure of who you've been all this time. Um, You're just doing it in a, bit, in a bigger version. Yeah, look, fundamentally I think it comes down to who our audience is and it's always been like we are essentially writing from classroom experience. That's probably where we get most of our ideas from. Um, the, yes, of course, since five years ago, the kids have moved on and now in grade six and think we're the most uncoolest thing ever. But, you know, there's always those those kids in our classes coming through and those themes are just so relevant to them. And it's always what we've tried to instill as teachers. And so the message has always sort of been the same. Would I, is that yeah, right? 100%. Yeah. yeah. For sure. 
Yeah, because I mean, and, and that's the thing because it's it's just the musically it's so different and all the production's so different. But but still at the core of it, it's still the two of you. You know, it's almost like the same music, just a different version. I don't know. It's quite. It was quite heartening because I think it kind of really shows how genuine the two of you are. You're not kind of shifting to trends or meandering through what sells. Yeah. Yeah, no, I You're agree. Going- also, like, you know, um, you learn and you get, you know, experience. Um, I know Manny's, you know, technical skills have improved. Our, you know, our facilities have improved. Like, we've just keep growing and adding and, and you know, that first uh, that first song was in a cardboard box vocal booth in, like, our rental property, you know, <laughs> in the back room with the, the multi-core running down the hallway. And not saying that that, like, that worked. Like, you know, yeah. we had a- ABC pick up one of those songs. So, like, yeah, I was going to say, my third album was like that. Yeah, so, like, anyway, and so that on. works. That's, that's completely legit. And I'm not, <laughs> I'm not trying to downplay that. But, you know, that said, you know, we have just continually added to that. So, yeah. yeah trying to, you know, in, improve our technical situation as, as best we can. Yeah, for sure. When I'm happy, I like to smile. When I'm sad, I might cry for a while. When I'm nervous, collaborations you mentioned Manny in this be kind what 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 are the things that, that were they were they were they production uh no no so we had um <laughs> oh he thinks that we tried like we we let other people join in oh no <laughs> yeah, no. No. <laughs> no we're control freaks still <laughs> that, was, that was definitely my next question <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah no no um uh so we had two songs on the album that we decided that um so we approached uh Taryn Brumfit from Adelaide uh, Body Image Movement from Body Image Movement yeah and she's in the works of trying to create a documentary for kids about positive uh, body, body positivity. Body positivity. Oh sorry. wow! Um, cool. And so we just reached out and said, "Well, you know, is there any way we can help? What could we do?" And she said, "Oh," and she was just so lovely and on board. And so we wrote a song on the album specifically for that. And so and all the profits from that song went to her documentary, which hasn't yep. been made yep. yet, but it's um, going to be made shortly. Yep. And it yep. also got turned into a book earlier this year too, which was pretty cool. Um, and then we also teamed up on the actual track, Be Kind. Um, I teamed up with, well, we teamed up with Jonathan Welch from the Choir of Hard Knocks and one of his other choirs um, to wow. get a kind of that gospel choir sound in yeah. there. And we also teamed up with um, the charity... Dolly's Dream. Dolly's Dream. Um, so we donate profits from that track to yep. them. So, so why why so many? But at this stage, like, I mean, is it just because it felt natural to you, or or have you just spent the last four years in a cardboard box with the two of you? You just thought it's probably time to open the door and just let some other people. I mean, do you know what I mean? Like, why why now did you? I mean, that three large external collaborations. Yeah, I think uh, so. Why when we, now? When 
when we wrote the album and we realised that all of our, it was very themed towards Be Kind, we were kind of like, well, let's put our money where our mouth is. And the, I remember those first conversations in January, Manny's like, okay, so there's 10 tracks from the album. We're going to tie these to 10 different kind of organisations that we can, you know, give charity to, blah, 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 blah. And then by the time you start nutting out collaboration, we're like, cool, two, two on the album. Yeah. yeah. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> totally. Yeah. Oh, God, Manny, if I, if I was anywhere near you, we'd just get nothing done. We'd have amazing <laughs> ideas, but we'd just never get there. Um, that sounds brilliant. Well, let's talk about the actual music itself because the, it is just so much bigger. It is such a bigger album, and I guess this does come down to you more, Manny, or is that not fair to you, Sarah? Like, it is. it is it, – it feels like – it feels like you just were a bit like, you know, why can't we just make this a bigger album? And it just is a bigger album. Did yeah. you have more fun making it than you did with the first two? Yes. <laughs> um, short answer, yes. yes. Okay, great. Uh, no, but <laughs> Next question, please. No. Yeah, no, 100%. I think we, I mean, I've, I've in a way treated Pevin and Sarah in the very early days as just an excuse for me to learn how to use some software. Um, sure, yeah, and, totally. And I think, I'll be very honest, I guess in the very, very early, early days, I wasn't totally invested in it. I was more helping. <laughs> I was more helping. Sarah. I love it. I love it. And you know why? That's why you weren't on the first interview. Well, <laughs> it was much. just Sarah. <laughs> and I was more using it as an excuse. To, to, you know, make some music and to learn, basically. But those those first songs, it was me coming home going, ah, this happened yes. at school, we need a song. Okay, yeah. cool, let's go write something. Yeah. So yeah. that's really where it came from. And then I just started realising how fun it was and mm. started getting more and more invested, obviously, and it just started becoming a joy to work on. And, it, and it's, it's such a great outlet to kind of happen. And, oh, tar- you know, yeah, absolutely. Sorry, sorry. And I got a bit stuck there. But I think it is 100% a partnership. And, like, Sarah kind of is the, I guess, like that little heart that kind of has these little bursts of ideas. And I'm a little bit more, I guess, adept at getting those ideas onto tape, yeah. you might say. Um, yeah. And she lets me have some fun at times as well. So <laughs> it's really good to just kind of let loose and... Maybe I push the boundaries a little bit too hard and I go a little bit crazy. And she's a really good producer as well, I must admit, to kind of come in and... You just said that out loud. <laughs> I've got that on tape. I know. I've got... Hey, Sarah, I've got all of that on tape. Perfect. So that's fine. We're great. Been waiting to hear. Isn't this great? I woke up this morning with a smile on my face Knowing that I'll spend the day with you To, to be honest, to hear you say the word huge and big, like that's pretty much what I th- personally what I was going for. So that's lovely to hear. <laughs> but it really is, and and but it's really a consent. Like I, I was quite because obviously you both, and this was this has always been evident in in Pevin and Sarah's music. Always that that kind of um, uh, is it? I mean, I kind of want to say R and B, but it's that R and B. It's disco. It's that kind of a, there's a lot of 80s in Be Kind, oh, let's yeah. be honest. In fact, there's a lot of that great chorus guitar sound from um, Girls Just Want to Have Fun. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, but it's, it's a very, it's a really clever pop album. 
Yeah. Yay. I mean, yeah, it really is. I mean, it's kind of, I mean, and I think that's what struck me is is it's the first two albums were like a pop album made by people that were trying to do pop for children. And then this album was like two people that went, actually, you know what, it's not about the music, it's about the message. So let's just make it full massive pop and still have these beautiful messages in it, which is at the end of the day what it's about. Absolutely. Nailed it, Benny. <laughs> oh, great. All right. Excellent. <laughs> um, let me see. Yep, that was my last question. I was hoping you'd drag that one out for a little oh, bit. Um, no. Um, yeah, no, it's really beautiful. Can I, I – How? just to stay on the, the, the actual just general construction of the album for a little minute because yeah. there's, there's a few things that really stood out. I, there was a lot of freedom vocally. I found there's a lot – there's more of a wall of vocals going on in this album yep. as well. Yes. Um, lots of really quite intricate. Oh, I don't think harmonies of the world, but there's really counterproductive, uh, um, counterbalanced harmonies and things going through. Who's that? Is that you, Sarah, being the singer? Do you just yeah. say, yeah. press record, give me another track, give me another track, give yeah. me another I track, do. and you just <laughs> I go, layer them? Yeah, so I do the lead and then I'll go, yeah, we could do a harmony on that. Yeah, cool. Let's chuck one below as well. And then I go, actually, what key are we in? Let's see how high we can go. Let's go one more. Yeah, no, we'll go one more. Yeah. And they yeah, no, I'm done. Okay. So, you yeah. know, depending on what key we're in and, and and also we've discovered the um the shout as well. We yeah. do love a good shout. Um, you know, standing back from the <laughs> mic, the pair of us, and then and then so we'll do it and we'll start down low and we'll go, hey, hey, and then we'll get higher, and we'll get higher, and we'll get higher, and then we get really, really high, and then we sort of layer them like that as well. So we've got a lot of that in there too. So yeah. yes, if it's yeah, singing, right. it's me. If it's talking or yelling, it's usually the pair of us. Yeah. This is usually yeah. a pair of you. And so, so in theory, um, it, the, the the actual vocal tracks that make it onto the album are probably only about 10% of what actually ends up getting recorded. Actually? Yeah. Uh, like is there a point where you have to go, oh, my God, we really just got to stop now? Sometimes. Yeah, look, I think we do. We usually use what we record, though. It's not like anything gets cold, does it? Yeah, but we also have that. We have that. Um, <laughs> clearly, oh, that, clearly that not that you of. know. Clearly not what you know, Sarah. Yeah, I go. That was a great take, and then I go upstairs, and Manny just like cleans it up. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> he just he just re-sings it all. Yes. He does this impeccable yeah. version of you. Yeah. And you're like, oh my god, did I do that? Yeah, 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 yeah that was yeah. all you. Yeah, yeah that was great. You. I'm gonna embrace. I think we, we often go in with the idea that we can always just get, we just, you know, we'll, we'll get as much as we can and we can always just delete it later. So if we, you know, we'll put that extra harmony on, we'll do an extra line. Sometimes less is more though. And, you know, you kind of need to know when totally. you stop. But um, yeah, now with, you know, digital technology and stuff and you can just basically have an endless hard drive. As big as your hard drive is, you can just keep totally. recording. So, Absolutely. Um, yeah. We just kind of, we, we'll tend to overdo it and then I'll, sometimes trim it back but I think we're also learning all personally that like there's nothing better there's no other instrument like the human voice like it can just it's so yeah. versatile um and nine times out of ten I can spend half an hour to an hour trying to fiddle with a synthesizer trying to get something when if I just like vocal beatbox or something sure, what I'm doing sure it's going to sound pretty cool anyway and then yeah. like or if I need Sarah to do some ad-libbing or some scatting or, you know, that kind of stuff that can kind of mm. just, it just adds so, so much, much life yeah. to, the, to the final recordings. And yeah. 
Are you, are you still are you still both pretty much home user people? I mean, it has grown in such sophistication, particularly with Cub Club and all that. Like, it's just such a bigger production. The two of you, just in general, now the whole Pevin and Sarah thing. I mean, are you still largely just doing everything from a desk in your house? Sure. Are. Yeah, not much to wow. actually change there. Um, we we have um, we've got two studios at our house. <laughs> so yeah, so things have changed a little a bit. Little bit. <laughs> you don't have a cardboard box anymore. You've no, got two yeah. studios. Yeah. Right. So mum's like, "What? What's the spare room for? Is that you know for for the grandchildren? Like, no, that's, <laughs> what are you yeah. talking about? That's our other studio." <laughs> yeah. Yes. Here's the albums. These yeah. are your grandchildren. Yes, Enjoy yes. them. That's Love right. them as your own. He's <laughs> thirty. He's thirty grandkids. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Um, so, yeah, so no, yeah, so we're all at home, um, which has been great during lockdown. Yeah, um, we're very lucky in that sense that, that we've we can, got the space and we're self sufficient and control freaks. And well, yeah. I was going to say, you must be ready for a new album then if you've been at home for all this time and not being able to get into schools. Well, yeah. Cub I mean, Club has sort of taken up our time a little bit. Yes, yeah. we'll yeah. definitely get to there because I can, I can see, yeah, well, actually. One more question, then we'll just sort of scoot over into Cub Club. Yeah. yeah. Now, I, I do want to talk about Heaven in this Be, Be Kind album. Yep. Hey, Sarah, can you pass me those drumsticks? Uh, what's the magic word, Heaven? Pass me those drumsticks, please. Much better. Here you go. Thank you. Because it is such a sophisticated sound and it's so big. Um, and, of course, Sarah, with all your harmonies and all that kind of stuff, and, and I guess with the singing voice you can, you know, you give it, you can give it what it needs to fit the song or fit the tune. But whereas Pevin's really got a pretty pretty <laughs> unique kind of um, accent and everything, yeah. is it harder to find him in these songs? Is it harder to find his place? Because listening to it, he comes in and, and it's not jarring, but you go, oh, that's right, this yeah. is actually Pevin and Sarah. Like you almost sort of... Yeah. See, you, you you say that, you didn't. You said jarring, but you didn't say jarring. But when we hear that, like when we've recorded a track and we're like, okay, now we're going to do the, the speaking parts and the talking parts, we add that and then we go, oh, it's Pevin and Sarah. Yeah. Like it just sort of feels like home. Like, yeah. yeah, that's the bit that sort of ties it all together, um, for me anyway. Yeah, no, I, I was pretty much going to say the same thing. I think you said before that it's quite, you know, it's a, it's a pop album. And there was moments when I think, and we have had some kind of draft song ideas and, and it's like, is this actually a Pevin and Sarah song? Like, we're not really sure. Yeah. But I must admit, we've, we've had ones. Stopped, we've stopped doing that Well, now. yeah, we have, because at the end of the day, as soon as you hear Pevin's voice or... Sarah's that that kind of the duo interaction of talking between the two of them. Totally. It kind of that's the constant. I think like yeah, if you talk about what's the, what's our sound, it's like, well, I think it's it's the banter between Pevin and Sarah in yeah. a way, yeah. It is. And I think it also goes back to the thing I was sort of trying to get at at the start as well, which I don't think I really said very well, but this this idea that I, I don't there is a there's a there's a real spine that runs through everything that the two of you do that hasn't changed in four or five years. The 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 the, the packaging in which you deliver it has altered, but there is a thing that is you. And so even though when Pevin comes in, you're kind of a bit like, oh, that's right, Pevin's there. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't. It still doesn't feel wrong. You had just kind of forgotten he was there. Yeah. Yeah. And then he comes in, and it's just a bit of a reminder. But um, but but, but was it still? Did you find it difficult kind of 
or, or is it just really easy? I mean, do you just still just sit back and go, oh, my God, we've got to put him in there? Or do you go, okay, where are we going to put him? Look, I mean, the I'm quite comfortable saying that, you know, we do live performances. There's a giant tiger on stage <laughs> standing yeah. and dancing and speaking. And do you... Can you guess who the kids are watching the whole time? It's Sarah. Yes. It's Sarah. Yes, I You know can, what I mean? I like, oh, really? Oh, 100%. No. They don't, like, Sarah, they are glued to her. Like, it's it's amazing to see. It oh. really is amazing to watch. That's and Pevin's role, I think, in Pevin and Sarah is definitely the ability to allow role play and... Yeah. Um, yeah. Those really important conversations, you know, role play, like that happens in the classroom. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Um, and I think, yes, he is always trying to be the source of like kind of reason and good and he's usually... Very sensible. Very sensible. But um, he can be cheeky sometimes too. But um, he's not he's not the greatest muso in the world, but he's pretty lucky that he's like the first name in like a pretty cool kids band. Do you know what I mean? Like it's. And I do actually remember Sarah, you saying this right at the start, right back when, yeah. um, that Pevin's the boy, the, not, I wouldn't say the voice of reason, but he's the voice of caution. Yeah. Yeah. In he, it all. So you, you need him. I mean, you obviously need him. You can't not have him. Yeah. But where does he fit? Well, he fits in all of it because that's the ethos of what Pevin and Sarah is. It's got to be this conversational piece that you're having with someone who's a little bit concerned and you're making them feel a bit better about it and going, it's okay, this is possible. Yep, yeah. absolutely. And he's, and, he's, oh, sorry, okay. oh, he's the ultimate hype man, really. Like, yeah. like, True. Yeah. You know, <laughs> yes, he's, he's a that, massive you know, tiger. So, yeah, yeah so. that's pretty good call. I was walking in the park when a pigeon said to me, can you turn your toes in and walk around like me? Of course I can, I'll give it a go. Turn my toes in, watch me go. This is fun and something new. Now I can walk just like you, but uh, oh, now I think I'm really stuck. Sarah. Um, just on, on that, the live performances, I was looking at the front page of the website, the landing page or homepage or whatever it's called, and there's a bit that says um, teachers and you click on the teachers and it scrolls down to a photograph of the two of you in a classroom. Yeah. And then you click on the bit that says um, parents and it scrolls down to a photo in the in the green screen studio of your – I think – is that – that is you, Manny? Uh, yeah. On the photo? camera, yeah. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. yeah. You and Sarah and seeing you, Manny – and yeah. then somehow seeing Pevin able to stand up yeah. on his own, yeah, yeah, I was quite thrown by that. You know, yeah. we've showed that photo to a bunch of five-year-olds and blew their little minds. I tell you, <laughs> <laughs> they think as soon as they think they know that, that they that, see that and they're yeah. like, "What? Yeah, we've." So you don't you see so you don't have to because I remember you wouldn't give this away last time, Sarah, and that's fair enough. I'm yeah. not I'm not here to sort of you know destroy any anyone's dreams or anything, yeah. or everyone's visions of things. But I did ask you at the time has has Pevin and Manny ever been seen in the room at the same time? Yeah, yeah. and at the time I listened to this, uh, we we re-listened to ourselves because we're not vain at all today. <laughs> and um, and my answer was so when you said you've been binging on the podcast, you just listened no, to yours listened. like ten times again. <laughs> we listened to all of them, but um, my answer was no, never, and that was true back in the day. But currently, Pevin has a different 
vocal coach wow. to dance to his dance coach. So he's got a different dance coach and a different vocal coach. Does that make sense? Um, it makes sense in enough sense that you're telling me that it's obviously there's another person. <laughs> now, I don't, I, don't, <laughs> I don't want to know who the other person is, but what I do want to know is how easy is that for you, the two of you, working so closely together and creating such a particular product, is it easy having a third person in there? Well, Benny, so we have a green screen studio, right? Mm -hmm. So Sarah gets filmed in one take and Pevin gets filmed in another take, yet there's still only two of us here. Um, yeah. But I, I, I hear what you're saying, but I just go back to that photograph <laughs> of the three of you. So that's, oh. that's not... Oh! That's not Photoshop, that photo. Was oh, no, it? Actually, no. no, it's anyway, real. Anyway, I, I can't, mine's blind, can't deal with it. Let's, Let's see. Move on. There's, a, there's a third person who definitely is part of the show when we go live. <laughs> um, so if you see us live, yes, and they may or may not be called Pevin and they are a giant tiger. Yeah, so just deal with it. <laughs> Clearly, it doesn't matter what you do with your careers. That's the only thing I'm just desperately trying to trying to work out. Okay. But I see how I just won't actually ask the question because you know there's people out there that just generally might not want to know. Um, so let's go to the Cub Club thing because um, you there's a, the Be Kind album for me sits separately to what goes on in Cub Club. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. They do cross over, obviously, because it is the two of you, but they do exist. They, they feel like they exist in two separate things. Mm -hmm. What was the decision to go into Cub Club? Because that's a lot of work. Yeah. That sort of stuff's a lot of work, I think. I look at from the outside, it looks like a lot of work. Yeah. So we, when we released Be Kind and we had all these plans and you seem to think we were a lot more organised than we actually were, but we did have plans. <laughs> Don't ruin do this it. for me. Don't ruin this for me. <laughs> We had we had a launch planned, we had shows planned, and then um, I ended up in hospital and not being able to perform for six months, which which was crappy, but allowed us uh, a lot of downtime to I hate the word pivot. I do <laughs> not like that word, but I guess that's what we did, didn't we? Yeah, we were we were happy with how the album went. Um, pivot and Sarah. <laughs> Yeah. Um, Good one, Benny. Yeah, the, the album was great <laughs> and it did very well. Um, but I guess we felt like we needed uh, something else. Uh, it's hard to explain, but we, we tried YouTube. Yeah, we actually gave it a pretty good crack, um, mm. but weren't, and I again, I don't really like the A word either, but that algorithm thing, we didn't really fit into it and we didn't... Uh, I went in pretty naively going, you know what? We don't need an algorithm. We're going to be the algorithm. <laughs> and like, I did, you know? I love it. You know, people are going to search for us. They're not going to search for other stuff. And that was probably pretty naive. And it didn't, yeah. it didn't go amazingly. But at the same time, what we did notice is that although we had a small audience, they were pretty loyal and they were quite involved and they were mostly teachers. Yeah. And we found yeah, that right. our stuff was getting used and it was getting watched and you get the analytics on YouTube and you could tell like between 9am and 11am there was a bit of a spike yeah, in, right. in what was getting watched and all this kind of stuff. And 
we're not talking massive YouTube numbers, but it was enough to kind of go, well, uh, hang on, maybe there is something here. So it highlights a very it highlights a very specific market, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. It yeah. does. And, and that, we had never noticed. Well, or maybe we'd refused to notice that audience before because we were trying so hard not to be the educational band. Yeah, we were. Yeah, yeah right. Okay. Yeah, sure. I I fought it for a long time. Yeah. Um, and maybe if we started doing that a long time ago, we'd be in a completely different spot now. I don't know, but um, yeah, I think. It was, yeah, the album went well, but, you know, it kind of died away. We had some time and we thought, you know, maybe let's give this a shot. And um, <laughs> it's been amazing. <laughs> Life can be busy when you're a grown-up. There's so much to do. I mean, I, I, I kind of keep harping back to the comment I made about how, you know, you've changed quite a lot in four years, but in some sense who you are as, as people and presenters of what you want to say hasn't changed. Yeah. And I think that's kind of evident in Cub Club as well. There's a couple of things that you, you say which I sort of wanted to touch base on. Um, there's one on your website and the others, there's a small announcement you make on YouTube when you're introducing Cub Club and you, you sort of hint back to this idea of providing a space that is advertising free and it's child friendly. And there's also this comment from you, Manny, that says um, on your website where you say, you know, music is universal and all we want to do is for our music to reach that one person who really needs to hear it. That's who we're writing it for. And I think for the two of you and what it is you're doing or three, <laughs> for the three of you, um, I don't think it is YouTube. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like I think yeah. it's not to, that's not to begrudge YouTube. Yeah. I just feel there's a different type of thing you are trying to do. And, you know, you, you sort of say, Sarah, you don't want to be a teaching sort of band, an educational band, and I get that. Yeah. But it's so in you and you do yeah. it so well. Yeah. yeah. So, Benny, could you have told us that like four years ago? Because <laughs> it's just now that it, we've actually just embraced, embraced it, yeah. it, we're like, holy moly, what, this just makes so much sense. <laughs> yeah. But it, it's in that it's in that kind of go noodle kind of world, isn't it? That yeah. sort of stuff. Um, yeah. Because I guess the other thing is I was going to ask, like, because it, it then also makes your audience quite specific. I was kind of the the reason why, like, you know, I see Be Kind being quite different is Be Kind can sit with, you know, I I think it's heading up to the preteen age because yeah. of the pop factor of it. But but Cub Club really isn't. Cub Club is really in that K to two kind of world, yeah, isn't it? it? Is. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. And look, it's very targeted to, like it's spe it's specifically connected to Australian curriculum. So you, you really can't get more targeted than what we're trying to do. <laughs> I mean, that said, we've had some, we've got some followers from America. They seem to not mind my very broad 
uh, ochre <laughs> accent, but, um, but yeah, like, you know, at one of our series is like learning to write the alphabet and we've done a specific series in a, a font called Vic Modic Modern Cursive, which is used yeah. in schools in Victoria alone. So like, yeah. it's very targeted that way. But for someone who finds that and needs it, it's like, oh, mm. someone's actually taken the time to do it. So that's where it kind yeah. of, yeah, sent from. But I, and I think that goes back to. But I think that also goes back to one of the really, real beautiful strengths of what the two of you do is that YouTube kind of. You have to, you have to, sand away, the points and the edges in order to get a standard thing that everyone around the world's going to understand and identify with. Yeah. Yeah. And that's fine if you're trying to do a particular thing, whereas what you're doing is actually going back to what you said, Manny, you know, we're trying to reach out to that one kid who needs it. Yeah. Yeah. And to do that, you've got to go, well, where does that kid exist? It's in this age group. It's in this place. Yeah. And we need to reach out to that child and make it very specific for that person. Just like you have different genres of music, I guess, you know, you, you sort of, you are trying to reach that one individual person. Um, is... Is it a lot of work? I mean, it looks like a lot of work, but then I sort of think, but you sort of do it full time now. Not quite. Not quite. No, we're both still. So teaching. you still you still both teaching? Yeah. Part time. Yeah. Yeah. And and how how much is part time? Uh, so well, okay. nothing at the moment. Well, well, three days a week. Yeah. We are at, at a school. And, and then, then the really? Yeah. 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 It's mad. Oh my God! You. <laughs> Wow, you're still both teaching three days a week and then spend what two other days? But then again, you live together and you and you yeah. well, you're married and we don't have, you a live. Together. Um, <laughs> don't have a life. Don't have a life for a weekend or you know. Yeah. I was going to say, like on weekends, you just keep Pretty pumping much. it out. What do yeah, you do? We, yeah, we do. The last three, two, sorry, yeah, two and a bit years have been nonstop. Yeah. Um, yeah, we we really haven't stopped. It is hard work. Um, we've got almost. I think we're just. Ticked over three hundred videos on Cub Club. Yeah. Um, wow, that's in the last, and that's been that's only been like in less than a year. Hasn't well, it? some uh, of it we we started with some of that content on, on YouTube. YouTube. We did a six month stint on YouTube where we did three videos a week. Um, Jeez, and then <laughs> man, that's that's exhausting. Well, yeah, there was about six months of prep, and then a six month kind of release period, um, and then and then we we sort of did one all. And then we did one a week, week for a while. for a while and then... And then we kind of... Thought, culled it all and put it all in Cub Club and then yeah. have been making... And then doing monthly releases ever since in, in Cub, Cub Club, Club as well. Including the printable resources too. So, yeah, yeah the videos have the, the matchable resources. So, yeah. Yeah, so the, the answer to your question is, yeah, it is a lot of work. Yeah. Um, but it's good. <laughs> uh, and going back to what you said, yes, yes, yeah. it's exhausting. Yes, yes, it yes, is. Yes, it is. <laughs> um, I've only got a couple of more questions. I won't keep you for too much longer because I know you got to rush off and clearly make another fifteen videos <laughs> for the five, for the end of the after for five, the end of the five, afternoon. We've got so far to go. Hey friends, what can your body do? Come on, I'll do it too. Just follow me. Can you stomp? Can you stomp? Come on now, stomp, 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 stomp. Can you? I, I do want to talk about your time in hospital, Sarah, just because, not because I necessarily want any goss on the situation. I can give you all the goss, Ben. I, 
Well, I just kind of, yeah, I mean, of course there's a bit of that. Yeah. But there's also just this element that, you know, when I look at things like Be Kind, because did this happen prior to Be Kind or had you already recorded? What, what was the time frame of all of it? Yeah, it really mucked up everything, didn't it? A little bit. Um, I found out in May that I needed to have the operation and they said June and I said, ah, oh, hell no, we've got an album to release. <laughs> so then, um, so then they, we pushed it back to, I had surgery in July. So, and then our album came out on July 22 and then I had surgery on July 31. Wow, so you'd already recorded Be Kind. Because yeah, the, re- the, reason, the reason I was going to ask, the only reason I wanted to say it was because there, there, there just does seem to be quite a big shift in Pevinus era last year. Yeah. And and I, and I think it is just, I, I think it's a bit, there's a shift in the engagement of who you are and a shift in who you see yourselves as. And I was going to ask, is, is how much of that time, which would have been an, an, an awful situation to find yourselves in. I mean, is is that the kind of situation that makes you rethink everything and go, okay, well then what's, you know, like you're saying, Manny, you know, right from the start, you're a little bit like, oh, yeah, this is fun. And now there's this, there's a difference. There's a different attitude in the yeah. two of you. Yeah. It, how much of that time contributes to that or, or, or is it just kind of coincidental that, that stuff all just sort of fell around the same time? I'd like to have some nice heroic answer for you, but I think that was a little bit coincidental. But I think the difference is now, the shift in us is that we've, we are learning to, it is still an ongoing process, to back ourselves. Um, yeah, right. To have faith in our content and, and understand that people want it and it's good and... Mm. Does that, would you yeah. agree? Yeah, I think that... We, we never back... What people what wanting to pay for our content? No, yeah. no, that's not going to happen. Yeah. And then it, we did... I don't know, man. You rang me out of the blue to, to, to demand that I interview. So <laughs> right. I know, that sounds pretty... Demand. That sounds pretty confident. <laughs> Benny, interview <Yeah>. me. <laughs> yeah. I think it was, a, it was a bit of time to reflect, though, I guess, uh, about what we wanted to do. And, and like you said, I was a bit, in the beginning, I was losing, uh, wasn't fully invested and. <laughs> I was losing interest. Sorry. It's all right. I, I heard that. I heard that. Well, <laughs> it was a, a Freudian slip because I guess during the recovery of Sarah, we, and we, we had a bit of down, downtime and things, we felt like the momentum, we'd lost the momentum. Basically. And we'd worked so hard towards yeah. the album and then it just stopped. Yeah. And that was And really that was, hard. that was really hard. And. Because because it had it almost it's like we 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 jumped on the trampoline but we didn't quite launch if that makes sense like we had that momentum and then we just had to stop and that's totally understandable and that's totally cool and you know um, it yeah. makes us think like if that like we were all guns blazing and then I you know I couldn't sing yeah. I couldn't do it and then we're like well you know yeah so it, I, and I I sort of lost a little bit of uh, drive Manny was it. on his last tether. Um, and I was sure. a little bit like, you know, what's the point? You know, um, obviously, as you're aware, Benny, the money in kids' music is, it doesn't <laughs> exist. Oh, no. that no, that must be a Melbourne thing. Yeah. Yeah, because up here, we're all. Yeah. 
Um, like in Sydney, we're just we're loaded. You're just making it rain constantly. Those blank yeah. checks that just, you get from the we government. have to we have to time it so that you know because yeah. if we if we bring out an album too close to each other, we're, there's just too much money. So we're sort of <laughs> as a community. You don't want to break that thing. We have to threshold. we have to pace the releases of the albums. <laughs> yeah, because we're just earning too much money from it. Yeah, um, no, I understand. So yeah, it was and and the amount of work that we'd been putting in and just that return mm. of effort. You know what I mean? It was pretty exhausting. And we're obviously not in it for the money, no. but you know we can't eat air. So, so and I think no, it was of course, no, of course, it's yeah. like it's like all artists. We do it because we love it, but yeah. at the end of the day, yeah. we'd rather do it instead of having to go to a job that we don't want to do. Exactly. So stepping back and and looking at those stats that YouTube that we were talking about and kind of going, well, maybe, maybe that is something that is working, and maybe we need to double down on that, and maybe we need to you know reshift our attention a little bit and. Um, yeah, it's been so far. It's been great. It's yeah. been really good. Look, as a listener, I, I think it's really amazing. I, th- I think what's really beautiful about it is, is like as I said before, "Be Kind" is just such a bigger album, and I think it's a real indication of what's potentially going to come next because you just feel so much more comfortable in the music you're creating, and there's more, and it's almost like you've been able to separate yourself and go, "Okay, this bit over here, we can be quite specific," whereas this side over here, let's just kind of really enjoy ourselves and and create the things that brings us joy. Um, and I think both of those angles are kind of really needed from the two of you, you know. I think I think it kind of, I don't know, it's, it sort of feels like it defines really concrete paths for what Pevin and Sarah is. And I, and I guess that's the surmise of this whole thing that I kind of wanted to get out of talking to you this time is just this, there's a real solidification, if that is a word, there's a real solidification of of what Pevin and Sarah is now. Yeah, mm. completely. I think Cub Club is amazing. I think it's a beautiful tool. I think it's a desperately needed tool and it's a desperately needed example for this country yeah. to allow ourselves to to celebrate the people in this country that are doing that content for us. Because we are very wrapped up in the things like Go Noodle and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas the other side of you two is really just this kind of an album about kindness. <laughs> you know, like I think I think they're really they're really special paths, and I think the difference the difference I hear now in two thousand and twenty. Well, I'll say nineteen, that's when it all came out. In two thousand twenty, let's face it, we've all just been lying down on the ground crying. <laughs> Um, but the real shift in those two years from 17 to 19 is just, I don't know, it feels like you've both really found yourself and I think you found yourself in, in what, what has been really clearly emotionally, physically demanding situations. Yeah. Do you, do you, do you feel, do you feel more grounded in what do you, you do now? Like you're saying, particularly you're saying, Manny, that you know it was why we're we doing this. Do you now go to sleep and go, "We are Pevin and Sarah, and this is what we bring. Well, this we, is what we bring. This is who yeah, we are." Hun- well, yeah. Benny, we will now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. You laid it all out on the table for us. Yeah. No, I think, I think, I do. I spend a lot of time thinking about what we're going to do next. What can we do? Mm. And I'm, and like I said, you know, maybe 
parts of last year I was losing interest and losing faith, but it's definitely. You almost lost your wife, like oh, to be it wasn't blunt that about dire. it. It was just brain surgery, Benny. Please. <laughs> oh, right. Okay. No, I'm kidding. Wasn't, it's wasn't, all right. It wasn't rocket science. <laughs> no, no. Um, and it was. But you know, that's an incredibly stressful thing to think. Anyway, I guess what I'm saying is, yeah, man, you'd question everything. Yeah. You know? Exactly. But now it's. Well, I, I, I do feel like we have so much direction and so much um, inspiration, I guess, to kind of to keep going. And the response we've got from our subscribers on Cub Club and our, you know, the, the teacher audience that we have and parents, especially during lockdown, actually. But um, it's been so, so positive. Like, and I, teachers saying to us, oh, my goodness, there is finally something with an Australian accent that I can show that mm. pronounces a word correctly or, um, wow, I, you know, this is so engaging and I can actually get my kids excited about some pretty mundane things. If that's what Pevin and Sarah need to be, I'll get up every day with a smile on my face to do those things. Yeah, mm. Like exactly. it's pretty awesome to work on now and it's actually very exciting. Yeah. I'm loving it. Yeah. Completely. Well, you're teachers, you know, and I mean, <laughs> it, it is, it's cliche and it sounds silly, but there is a truth in it. Is if you reach that one child that you know is hard to reach or is looking to feel heard, yeah. that's an enormous victory. That's an enormous victory. That's an incredibly powerful thing because we can all remember the one thing in our lives that really f made us feel like we had a voice in, in um, our environments. Um, what, what an amazing update. That was pretty sweet. <laughs> Thanks. That was a pretty pretty good update compared to what happened last time. Uh, not that last time was bad. What am I yeah. saying? Talking like it was terrible. Well, I, didn't, I, didn't like, have, I didn't have to you know, beg you this I, time. I didn't know much about you then and now I've, I've – I've, yeah been able to watch what's what's happened in the last couple of years and look it's really beautiful I think it's amazing I think it's great and I think what's really wonderful about what's happening in Australia at the moment is there's a lot of really pioneering people that are not looking to the outward stage but kind of looking inwardly to the stage that's here in this country and I think it's um it's really growing us and I think what you're doing particularly with kids club is is just really growing our industry and it's just giving it a different different type of value and um and we as children's performers and as teachers we value that and we appreciate that um and hence i appreciate you taking the time today to bring us up to speed well, benny um don't get all awkward but i also want to say what you do is really appreciated too because to let two musos you know just chat like we've just won a Grammy about what we do and to have someone who's genuinely interested. And, like, you like you have looked at us, like, you know what you're talking about and that's just, uh, you don't get that anywhere else. So thank you to you because yes. we really, really appreciate this platform. Yeah. All right, Manny and Sarah from Pevin and Sarah, thank you so much for your time and chatting with me today and um, thanks for all your awesome work. Thanks it's, for having It's us. needed and it's loved. Thank you very much. Thank you, Benny. Benny thanks. If you'd like to know more about Pevin and Sarah or, of course, to join up to Cub Club, then head along to their website at www.pevinandsarah.com. And, of course, for more Benny Time goodness, head along to www.bennytime.com. Thanks for listening to me, Benny, asking Sarah and Manny questions.